0: Hey everybody, this is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and, you know, the riddles of human nature. (laughs) On this episode, we reflect on Charlie Siebert after watching an old episode of The $100,000 Pyramid. Yeah, we're on the game show beat again. Let's welcome mom in now. Hi, mom.
1: Hi, Johnny. How are you? I am so good. So good. Oh, Although I, I am a little, a little upset that I finally, after what, eight months, screwed up the courage to go into Joanne Fabrics in an effort to obtain some blue Patriots fabric. Only to find none, at all. None.
0: They had no blue fabric.
1: No blue Patriots fabric.
0: Oh, you wanted pre-pre branded fabric. This is not part of a Patriots project. You wanted, you wanted the logo on it and everything. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes. Which they usually have. They had it in fleece, but they didn't have any yeah. regular fabric. That's So what I, I picture, said, "Oh, fleece." Okay. Oh, I, I don't want fleece. Okay. Uh, ugh. Um, So I said, All right, well, that's okay. I'll go home and I'll get some off the internet mm. where Joanne Fabrics will not s- ship it to you for some reason. And.
0: Well, so how do you get
1: what, it? You have to get it from the store, <laughs> but the store doesn't have any. <laughs> uh, but Good the woman said. Yeah, but the woman at the store said that I I was uh she w- she welcomed me to call the store every Thursday when they get their shipments and see if there's any in that shipment. Huh? Like great. I'm the, Yeah. I got nothing better to do, right?
0: So you went to your calendar and you circled every Thursday and every morning when you wake <laughs> up.
1: So I went on uh I look I googled it. Nobody has it. Nobody has it. I went on Etsy, and the people that have it... Now, usually this fabric sells for about $10 a yard. Hmm. People are selling it for $34 a yard.
0: COVID profiteering. Is that what you're saying is happening here?
1: It's Yes. It, uh, I don't understand why it's happening, but I think it's a disgrace. <laughs>
0: and- And what, um, is this for a project? This is for a project in particular, right? Or do you just want it?
1: Well, no, I want it to make small pillowcases, you know, for those travel pillows. Oh
0: yeah. I love those little pillowcases.
1: Yeah. No can do.
0: That's it. That's the end of the story. You never got your fabric?
1: No. And I'm not going to, because I'm not going to pay $34 a yard for it when I when it should go for $10 a yard.
0: All right, listeners, if you happen to have a bolt of blue NFL Patriots (laughs) fabric in your back room, Mom will give you $10. You'll pay, I bet, $12 a yard for it, wouldn't you, Mom?
1: Oh, I would definitely.
0: Okay. How high would you go? $34, would you say?
1: No. No. No, I don't want to be gouged.
0: (laughs) Okay nobody does hey we got a uh, we got a contest that we got to follow up on yes because people entered people responded to this contest so on our season premiere last week uh, mom and I tasted a bunch of Kit Kats from Japan Uh, and if you haven't listened to that episode yet well you're going to want to go back and hear all the chewing so you can stop (laughs) and go listen to that one right now and then come back but
1: can you imagine? Can you imagine people that don't like to hear other people chew? Can you imagine what that was like for them? Oh
0: my god. I can't. I had to edit it. I edited out as much <laughs> chewing as I could because I personally cannot stand that. Um, so I did try to keep it to a minimum. Uh, <laughs> so we had all what were some of the crazy flavors we tried? Sake, I'll never forget. Sake.
1: Yeah, never forget that. Salt sake. Oh, so, sake. Salt lemon,
0: salt lemon, yeah, good. That one was good. Uh, it sounds disgusting, but that one was pretty good. That's right. Uh, there were like a hundred strawberry flavors.
1: There were chestnut. I didn't. I don't remember that one.
0: Uh, Tokyo uh, banana.
1: Yeah, and you were going to say something about uh, what Tokyo? There was nothing special about the box. I mean, it was in a box, like like presentation kit kats if you will yeah but what is the big deal with tokyo i mean just does, does you does it come in other things like tokyo bento box or no
0: no it's just tokyo banana is the brand that's it i think i explained oh. tokyo banana on the podcast last week did you listen to the podcast mom
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was busy cooking meatloaf you know yeah yeah um, i
0: know well thank god i was there to um Prevent a house fire. Um, so, anyway, you should listen to that episode. Didn't have any idea what we're talking about right now. But there were so many flavors. And at the end of it, we started talking what if the listeners came up with even more Kit Kat flavors? Uh, and what if they came and up slogans. with a slogan? For their new flavor. That's right. So that was the contest. We had you email popmom at ological.net, which you can email any time to say hi. A lot of people do. I like that. Um, And we got a whole bunch of entries, some familiar names, some new names. I love to see it. And uh, I want to share some with you now. Let me just start. uh, Lee writes in uh, blueberry crumble muffin flavor. A bite of breakfast comfort, says Lee. I like the flavor.
1: I like the flavor, too, but sometimes fake blueberry can smell like diarrhea.
0: So there you go, Lee. There is your reward for having entered (laughs) the Pop Mom (laughs) contest. There's your feedback from Mom. Um, Patrick, longtime listener Patrick, um, suggests egg salad Kit Kat with the slogan, (laughs) Taste the Sadness.
1: Which I think is pretty appropriate <laughs> <Yeah>. for 2020.
0: <laughs> that was a good one. Egg salad KitKat. I don't know where he came up with that. Yuck. I do not I know either. Uh, let's see. Chris writes in with pumpkin spice KitKats. Give me a very basic break. I don't entirely understand that one, Chris, but pumpkin spice Kit Kats, I bet those exist. I bet in Japan they've got pumpkin Kit Kats, don't you think? Do
1: you think they're... Into, I mean, are they I don't onto know. our trends? I,
0: I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if pumpkin spice is even a thing on the other side of the Pacific. But let's, if we have any uh, Japanese listeners, tell us. You seeing pumpkin spice? I'm not seeing a ton of pumpkin spice right now myself. Is it more of an after Halloween thing that's going to come in? Uh,
1: after Halloween? My God, they're hardly having Halloween at all.
0: Oh, I know. I mean, I told you, um, got the kids all excited. We went to Home Depot a few weeks ago um and like a couple of months ago and they had all the halloween stuff out already and the kids were just so excited looking at everything and stepping on all the buttons to make everything go um (laughs) but i didn't i didn't feel like getting halloween stuff at the time so um october 2nd like last week i'm like okay it's october let's go load up on halloween stuff and uh Mask up the kids, get them in the cart. You know, it's kind of an ordeal to go anywhere these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, And we pull up to the spooky section, as the kids said. We're going to the spooky section. We're going to the Home Depot spooky (laughs) section. And I pull up in the cart, and it's all Christmas. All the Halloween stuff is totally gone. October 2nd, it was all Christmas.
1: I... i I, am speechless i'm speechless by that
0: well here's the here's the part of the story you haven't heard um yesterday i went back to the home depot to get some wood for uh my new fire pit i've got in the backyard so that we can have so that we can get together in the uh cold months with our friends and uh I had to go to the outside portion of Home Depot. I don't know if every Home Depot has that, but there's the outside portion with like rocks and stuff for your garden. Oh, or yeah. Whatever. yeah. Um, and they had moved all the Halloween stuff there. So I got to be the hero and I came home with a big skeleton. Oh. That's what Eve wanted more than anything else. A big, scary skeleton. And we got it hanging up front now.
1: Oh, man. I know she is in her glory. Well, she was talking about a big spider.
0: Yep, yep. She wanted a big spider, too. And we've got a big spider hanging, too. So I think Eve, I don't know why she's so into spooky stuff, but
1: she is. She just, yeah. Yeah, we have a big spider web. It's not a Halloween decoration. But, uh... (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Back to the Kit Kats. Okay, Um, Now, this, I think, is one of our favorites. Uh, This is from Greg, another longtime listener. And Greg suggests Oreo Kit Kat. And here's his slogan. Give me a break, dunk in the milk, break me off a piece of Oreo bar. Now, look at that. Greg, following the meter of the Kit Kat jingle. Extra points for that, I think, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Bobby Joe writes in, and uh, her flavor is tequila and lime Kit Kat, and her slogan is, Because 2020. That's a good one. <laughs> Although, be careful about those alcohol-based Kit Kats, Bobby Joe, uh, because in our experience, they're trouble. But tequila and lime, yeah, mm, that sounds good right now. Um, Evening chai. I like that it's not just chai. This is from Becky, Becky L. Uh, Evening chai. Mm, Break off a piece of that evening chai Kit Kat bar and curl up by the fire. You deserve a break today is the slogan. Now, I'm not sure they can fit that on the wrapper, but um, it does paint a picture for me.
1: Well, it's very s- snuggly and cozy sounding.
0: Yeah, evening chai. Do you think thai- chai tastes different in the evening than it does in the morning?
1: I think it tastes good whenever you drink it. I love chai.
0: Mm, not for me. No? Just give me that old black coffee. Ugh. Folgers Crystals. The finest. Right out
1: of the jar.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just eat it with a spoon.
1: <laughs> Crunch him up.
0: No, I like a chai, but I don't think I haven't had one in a long time. I'd rather have a coffee. And last one we've got here is from Neil K. It's spelled N-E-A-L. I just want the listeners to know. It's it's Neil with an A. And uh, Neil writes, My Kit Kat flavor is tuna. And the slogan is a Kit Kat for your cat. What? That which, one might be my favorite. I think so too.
1: <laughs> I love that one.
0: Yeah. But you had a you had a rewrite. You emailed me back and you had a little bit of a uh, rewrite I know. for that one.
1: Well that's that's not my job though. I, I said I I wished he had written what did he write?
0: A Kit Kat for Your Cat.
1: I wish he had written A Kit Kat for Your Kitty Cat. Yeah.
0: Well, you're just yes anding him there, Mom, so I think that's that's fine. Okay. um, we like Neils though, right? Was that one of the winners?
1: Yes, it was. And
0: what was the other one? The Oreo one. Oreo. It's okay, so Greg and Neil, you are the winners of Let's Have Some Prices Right, Ding Sounds. Ding 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 ding. Congratulations, you are the winners of the Pop Mom Kit Kat Slogan Contest. And what is their prize, Mom?
1: Kit Cats. <laughs> They get the the leftover Kit Kats that are individually wrapped that are leftover from the taste (laughs) test so they can have their own taste test. Two of each.
0: We swept up all the crumbs onto a paper plate and dumped that into a Ziploc bag and you each get one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, they're all individually wrapped. If you want to, you could even, you know, spray the outsides and wipe them down and, yeah. Yeah, they've been very well kept. Okay.
0: Uh, I like how you yeah. make it their
1: problem though.
0: Hey, if you want to disinfect it, sure go for it. Whatever you want,
1: pal. Well, maybe they would maybe they feel better to do that.
0: Yeah, maybe so. Speaking of germs, wait, I Wait. Yeah, what?
1: Wait, we need their addresses.
0: Uh, yeah, well I'll uh, I'll email them, don't worry. Okay. I'll get it. So, uh yes, just so everybody knows, including mom, I will email Greg and Neil, and I'll ask for their addresses, and then we will send them some Kit Kats.
1: Okay? Okay, now, yes, but just let me just say one more thing. Your your voice sounded like when Daddy says, yes, I'll shut the door, sweetheart, and it's like, sweetheart.
0: <laughs> well, I had a great segue going, and it tends to happen uh, when I try to, so trying I to segue into the next segment, and you know how much fun that is to edit later? It's like trying to get bubblegum out of your hair.
1: All right. Well, I, I'll i stop talking and you, you do your segue. It's segway. fine.
0: You should, well, now I can't. That's how a segue works. It has to be a smooth transition from the last thing. So the moment has passed. Okay. Um, now, you told me before the show that you had a little conundrum you wanted to share.
1: Well, I do. And um, this might be human nature. I don't know. But a Since this whole thing started, this quarantine thing, I think, well, now it's time to do all the things, look up all the things that you wonder, you know, word derivatives and such. And one of the things that I think about quite a bit is the difference between affect and effect. Mm -hmm. And I still haven't looked it up. And I I don't know what's, I don't know what's wrong with me.
0: (laughs) Okay. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. Okay. Well.
1: Because it seems like we never use the word affect.
0: Well, okay. Well, it's a little complicated because there's affect, which means to, you know, change the course of something, right? Right. With an A. And then there's affect, which is like the disposition with which you're presenting yourself, with which you're speaking, right? Right.
1: Well, that's not the word I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So what I'm I think talking we...
1: about the A and the E.
0: Yeah, I know. The... Well, but it's okay. And then E is usually a noun, like cause and effect, right? Cause and effect. That's the E one. So, okay. Effect is like the the impact, the outcome of something, right? Um, but then there's then there's effect as a verb, which means to bring about.
1: Yeah maybe it's better just not to use those two words. <laughs> it's very confusing It's tricky. To me.
0: Absolutely it is. <laughs> yeah. But in in common usage, effect is with an A is the verb and effect is the noun. Like, you usually see the effect with an A as a verb, and you usually see effect with an E as a noun, but those words also have uh, noun and verb <laughs> versions, too. So, yeah, <laughs> it's tough. Why do you think you resisted right. looking them up?
1: Because I think a long time ago, I read about it, and it made absolutely no difference. I, I was no clearer. And so for years, I have just obsessed about it because I don't know why I can read the English words that describe it, that say what it is and still not understand it.
0: We had a, um, at the AV club there, the, basically the head of the copy editors. And she had a, um, she had a piece of paper on her desk, uh, that told her, um, all the different, like, tenses and um, cases in which you use lie versus lay, to me, that's something a copy editor should just know. And um, I, it always reminded me of the story about Wheel of Fortune, I think apocryphal, but um, how Merv Griffin decided to hire Chuck Woolery after the other guy who was a candidate for host, the host job uh, Merv caught him walking around backstage saying, A-E-I-O-U, A-E-I-O-U, trying to remember the vowels <laughs> before they went on air. And Merv was like, oh, Lord, I can't have this guy host the show. That's the story Merv told. I think that's the horse crap, but yeah, um, it's tough.
1: All right. I'm going to have to live with that, I guess.
0: Um, now I'm going to put on my uh, most polite affect so that I can effect <laughs> the beginning of a new segment. We are going to talk about pyramid. From Television City in Hollywood, this
1: is the one hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Tonight, our guest stars are Marky Post
0: and from Trapper John, M.D. Charlie Siebert. Your host is Dick Clark. And here's what we did. So for this week, our little pop culture nugget, we're talking about Charlie Siebert. Because I'll tell you what happened. You folks know the pyramid, right? It's the word game where you got to describe the clues to your partner without saying the clue. And then you go to the winner's circle. This is what everybody remembers. And you have 60 seconds to travel up that pyramid. And if you haven't seen it, you know, uh, here, we'll play it right now, Mom. You ready? Um, Grass. Uh,
1: Things that are green. Oh,
0: wow. First clue. All right. All right. Let's try a harder one. Um, A large nose. Um,
1: Things that stick out Things that you blow mm,
0: <laughs> A sore thumb
1: Things that throb Things that are bulbous Things that are oh. swollen
0: Okay, so well, that's how the game is played Things that protrude well, I was going for
1: Oh, for God's sake.
0: Well, that was the top of the pyramid clue. So that's how it works. It starts out real easy at the bottom, and then as you get to the top, you get like things that are prominent, or things that protrude, or something just crazy, but people do it.
1: The clay. Things you mold. The the smock. Things an artist uses. The clay. Things a sculptor uses. Yes. Cucumbers. Sour cucumbers. Things that are pickled. Yes. Hurry,
0: Marky, um, hurry. The dinner. The peas, the silverware, things on a plate. Yes. Sir. So I was watching an old episode of this, as I do. Uh, longtime listeners know this is a, a hobby of mine. And one of the celebrity players was this guy Charlie Siebert. and I'll put in a little clip here um, when, okay. I, when I edit the, <clears throat> the podcast, but he's was just such a good player
1: charlie please singing in the rain all right describe for your partner these famous musicals mel these are famous musicals ready go
0: uh this is the boy who never grows up he he wears a band yeah and this is uh, with, with Ethel Merman. Uh, it was about a stripper, famous stripper. Name, Gypsy Rose Lee. You got it. And this is the one that takes place in Berlin cabaret. In, yeah. And this is the one that takes place on a merry-go-round. Another word for carousel. Yes. And this is the one about the Trap Family singing in the Alps uh, in the Sound of Music. Yes. And this is the one about the dictator in Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Edita. Yes. And this is the one about King Arthur. Uh, Camelot. Yeah. Boy. Now, this is a guy who was a supporting player on this show. This is the only show I know him from, aside from Pyramid, Trapper John M.D. And when I say I know him from it, I've never seen it. All I know him yeah. from is th- is this game show, but he was erudite. He was a great player, so, um, so good with language. They would have him on all the time because he was so good. Um, yeah. And I wanted to ask you if we could remember Charlie Siebert together and really just tell me what you remember of this guy. Did you watch him on Trapper John and what happened to him?
1: Well, I never did watch him uh, on Trapper John, but what, what did happen to him? You know, when I started down this rabbit hole, I found many names of people <laughs> that I could relate to as far as Pyramid, but their shows, that you know, where they, where they came from, uh, were were like black holes to me. Yeah.
0: So you never watched Trapper John, M.D.? That feels like the type of show you would have watched.
1: I It probably came on at 10 o'clock. You know, I had kids. I was in bed practically right after they were.
0: Well, the premise of the segment is a little overturned now, because I always thought you really knew who Charlie Siebert was. But you only know him from Pyramid 2.
1: Well, I do. I do only know him. But that was my jumping-off point, because... Well, while, while you mentioned him, do you know how many of these people that came on to play that were so wonderful? Yeah. Now, now he was like no hemming and hawing, just very like clue, clue. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he had had a good vocabulary, a fast mind, very charming. And, and there were so many of him because I'm going to throw a name out to you and see if you remember her. Okay. Mary Cataret.
0: Sure. Yep.
1: Really? You remember of course. her?
0: Mary, Mary Cattaret, another great, um, you know, sort of a demure um, sitcom actress, uh, you know, sort of a guest, uh, perpetual guest star, as a lot of these game show people were. Um, I don't even remember what show she had, if she ever had a regular gig. But yes, she was a very good pyramid player. Shelley Smith um, is one of the greatest of all time. Henry Pollock II from Webster.
1: Oh my gosh that's oh yes remember him I do but you know uh, let me go back to to charlie because he to me epitomized the for me on pyramid he was one of the defining uh enjoyments of this show that was so smart and yeah didn't didn't um talk down to you mm, uh, so true and had the had very strict rules, uh, <laughs> that sometimes were very irritating. But they were the rules, and they stood by them. And it, you know, it just wasn't wishy-washy. And he fit into that like a like a, a brick in a in a yeah. building.
0: Yep, he sure did. It was, uh, and this is really what I'm what I'm getting at is there. That was sort of a gig you could have, and not a ton of people had it. But like game show guest, if you could be eloquent under pressure, there was a whole universe of game shows that you would be booked on again and again. Um, Definitely, because these word games were so popular, Password Pyramid, and all all the copycats. Um, this was a gig people had that I don't really that doesn't exist anymore.
1: No, no. You know, there's
0: people like uh I think an equivalent is there's people like uh Ken Jong who like he he shows up on the Gong Show and on The mass Singer and he's like a reality show gadfly. And I feel like he's settled into sort of that um, you know, he's over the top, he's not reserved yes. like Charlie Siebert was, but in terms of like finding your little niche in the crazy Hollywood universe, I feel like Ken Jeong is sort of doing the equivalent of that in 2020 as these old yeah. show guests did.
1: Yeah. While that's true, um, I just have to go back to I miss the elegance, yeah. and I can't believe I'm saying that, but I can't believe that, that we've gone so far from A smart show that was fun to watch, that engaged you, and uh, to this, just like, we're all laughing at penis and body parts on the match game, for instance.
0: (laughs) Well, match game was never a class show.
1: Well, it did have some boundaries, though.
0: Well, the boundaries are different today. I mean, I don't want to get into the match game argument all over again because you know I like the new one and you hate it.
1: I do hate it.
0: Too raunchy for you. But you know, I'm sure there were people saying that in the '70s. In fact, I know for a fact there were.
1: Well, they're all funny duds. (laughs) And they're all now you're a funny
0: funny dud.
1: No, I'm not. Well, I am in that age group of funny duds, but. Um, I don't think it's asking too much for us not to have to laugh at a joke that ends in, you know, the f word or penis or boobs or, I mean, it's so obvious. It's it, there's just no finesse to it. It's just sloppy. It's just careless and sloppy. I don't like it.
0: You wish that there were a hundred thousand dollar pyramid on today.
1: Uh. Yes, that wasn't hosted by Michael <laughs> yeah, Strahan. because I was
0: just going to say, it's still on. <laughs> it's, it's on TV. You can watch
1: Pyramid if you want. I can't.
0: What's wrong with Michael Strahan?
1: I just don't like him. I don't like what he did when he left uh, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty crappy.
0: Okay. Well...
1: You know, I if you can't behave like a gentleman, then... I don't have time for you.
0: Well, who knows? You know, maybe you'd get tired of Kelly Ripa after a couple years, too.
1: How long was he there? He wasn't there that long. I don't know. It wasn't that long, no.
0: Well, anyway, I think he does a fine job on uh, The New Pyramid, but uh, you refuse to watch because you just want all those penis and boob jokes, and to each their own.
1: (laughs) No, I don't want those jokes. I want something clever and smart that will... uh... Stretch my mind a little bit. That's what I need now. I don't I don't need any more Cheez It's and and chocolate bars for my brain. I need some lettuce and some salmon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like salmon, so but Salmon. I-
0: lettuce uh, what's for dinner tonight? Oh, we're having lettuce and salmon tonight. Yum. <laughs>
1: We're having pork chops tonight.
0: Two great tastes. Oh, you're actually having pork chops tonight? Yeah. And how are you cooking them? Um,
1: I fried them in breadcrumbs and some thyme and garlic and onion. And now they're in the oven with some little tiny potatoes. And then I'm making spinach. Because I grew up in the 50s and and took home ec when I was in high school. So... That's what dinner is, a starch, (laughs) a protein, and a vegetable.
0: Hey, that sounds like a fine dinner, balanced. What's wrong with that?
1: I don't know. I don't know if people really cook like that anymore. I think
0: people do. I hope so. You've got the little potatoes. That's very modern. They didn't have those when you were a kid.
1: No, no.
0: Modern technology has invented those tiny potatoes, although I guess they just pick them early.
1: Or they just get scooped up with all the other potatoes and, <laughs> and
0: filtered out. And yeah, how do they make they... this fingerling? Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. just uh, they they get scooped up. They probably used to just can them all, and now they say, "Oh, they're gourmet, cost twice as much."
0: And where on earth did they come up with the name fingerling? Like, what? Ugh, hey, let's name I these after know. the fact that they look like a chopped off finger. Good God.
1: I can't buy those. I just can't stand that name. The ones I buy are the just the little round ones, the little golden Yukons. Oh, uh, yeah, and... the
0: penislings. Yeah, yeah I only oh, buy those, too. Oh, my God! Well... You <laughs> Daddy, started is... it.
1: No, I did not.
0: You said, let's just talk about penises and boobs for the rest <laughs> of the podcast. Fine. No Michael Strahan, yes, penis and boobs. That's what I took away from our conversation.
1: Johnny, you know what else? What? While we're talking about, what? while we're talking about vegetables, I have to tell you that my guinea pigs will not eat green beans. <laughs> I just bought them guinea I bought them green beans yesterday and they won't eat them. So now I'm gonna have to eat them.
0: Usually they'll eat anything green.
1: I know. These guinea pigs are not that smart. They were they were rescues, and I think they were not exposed to many flavors when they were babies. So they they sometimes uh, are a little fussy about what they'll eat.
0: Do they eat spinach?
1: They don't eat spinach, and they don't like kale, and they don't eat corn.
0: Not even corn, huh?
1: No, they, I bought corn on the cob for them this summer, and they wanted no parts of it. Hmm. And, then, and then they ate... When they did but eventually eat it, they ate everything. They ate the cob. <laughs> They're not, they just don't
0: know how to eat. Well, did, did they eat it or not?
1: No, well, they ate half of it.
0: Okay, could you please not turn this podcast into a house of lies? Because just a minute ago, you said that the guinea pigs don't eat <laughs> corn, and listeners across the country went to their cupboards and just threw all their guinea pig corn right in the trash. And then they come back and they're like, oh my, what? they'll eat it after all? Why didn't she say something?
1: Uh, They didn't like it. They didn't eat it. I had to throw it out for the crows. You just said they ate half of it, cob and all. Right, but then I think they didn't feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I swear to God, I feel like one of us has been drinking.
0: Yeah, well, I have my guess.
1: (laughs) Why don't drink?
0: (laughs) You're high.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) Speaking of high, guess who's up here this weekend?
0: (laughs) I'd better be careful.
1: Are you going to guess? No,
0: because I'm going to get in trouble.
1: Oh, go ahead. I guess. mean,
0: yes, I have a guess. Go ahead. Well, up. Someone's up there. Um, if it's up, then my my guess is... No, yes. I can't. No. No. <laughs> Merrick? All
1: right. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who were you afraid to...
0: Because I know Merrick listens, so now I'm definitely in trouble. Um my brother Merrick is who I'm talking about, who I know listens to the podcast religiously. So sorry, Merrick. My other guest was, if it was down, it was going to be my brother Matt.
1: Okay, well it's Merrick. <laughs> okay. So he's up here for the week. He's going to work from he's going to work from the house for a week with uh, Sarah. They're going to stay all week.
0: How nice They're staying in the other house? You mean? Yes. Yeah. Down the street.
1: Yeah. That's my, right.
0: my sister bought a house near my parents, and um, basically mom and dad drove her out of town within months. So now there's just a house there <laughs> in America we were... for a week.
1: Wow. This is my least favorite podcast that we've ever done, I think.
0: Oh, don't say <laughs> that.
1: Well, I'm not coming off too good here. <laughs>
0: Hey, you're not the one who bought a house and then got out of Dodge.
1: That's true. That's true. Uh, all right.
0: Now let's see. Any other uh, siblings I can alienate?
1: Uh, I think you've done them all.
0: Okay. Let me just declare that I'm the biggest asshole of any of them. So uh, oh. they're off the
1: hook.
0: Well, it's That's true. That's not true. We, uh,
1: well, That's not true.
0: <laughs> it's a close race. Um All right. Well,
1: wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to say this. Nobody is. Nobody is in that category. No,
0: no, of course not. People, people know that we love each other. Yeah. No, I do not consider any of my siblings assholes. They're all good people, solid citizens.
1: Just me. Just I consider one of my siblings an asshole.
0: boy you are airing all the dirty laundry today let me tell you you're acting like it's my fault but who oh, okay uh, Ma, do you have a grade for let's say a grade for Charlie Siebert
1: um I would give him an A plus I'd like to I would have liked to have played with him back in the day I
0: would play you...
1: played pyramid
0: I tried to track him down to see if we could get him on the phone for this podcast and I'll keep working on it but um, he's not very much on the internet and you know good for him.
1: He's yeah alive. good for him for sure,
0: yeah, he seems to be alive, but he's really he doesn't have a Twitter or a Facebook or anything, and God love him, good for you, Charlie. But if you happen to be listening out there somewhere in the ether, Charlie, you were so wonderful on Pyramid, and thank you for all your hard work helping people guess words. <laughs> he probably helped oh. a lot of people. I wonder how much money he helped people win.
1: Oh, I bet a lot
0: of thousands of dollars,
1: oh yeah. Yeah. Easily. Easily. I wonder what that feels like to know that you did that for somebody.
0: It must be pretty exciting. I mean, the one of the iconic moments in uh, in the game show universe is called the Pyramid Jump, where when people finally get that last category in the winner's circle, it's so tense. There's just this instant, like, re- they can hardly contain themselves. People always just leap out of those seats. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's it's exciting. So it must feel pretty good. Mighty have a recommendation for us this week?
1: I do have a recommendation. This is also on television. It's a documentary. It's called, it's an older one. It's called My Kid Could Paint That. And uh, it left me feeling absolutely disgusted with the parents of this little child. And it, uh, but it was interesting to see how far some people will go.
0: Yeah. It's a crazy story. I think I saw it on sixty Minutes once. Is this the same? Okay.
1: Yes, it is. Which they 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 thought was detrimental to uh, to their cause, and as it turns out, the child is now uh, she was four during the documentary, and I believe she's now twenty. But there's very little. uh, There's not much of a trail there, Uh, and I don't want to. Well, it's like. She was this prodigy, some said, and her artwork sold for ten and twenty thousand dollars as as abstracts, and and then the controversy controversy started that her father was actually touching up the painting. <laughs> sir,
0: yeah, I mean that. That sixty minutes segment was a long time ago, but as you can tell it was pretty memorable and yes. the, the the family did not come out looking good from that uh, no. piece on TV. So this is my kid couldn't paint that excuse me, my kid could paint that. <laughs> and that's right. Uh, where did you is this on Netflix?
1: That is on Netflix. On
0: Netflix. Okay, that's mom's recommendation. Oh, by the way, if you want to see the uh, new match game in $100,000 Pyramid that mom uh, despises, so um, they air uh, first run on ABC, but you can always watch uh, episodes on
1: Hulu. <laughs> <Hello>.
0: <laughs> so check Is it
1: out. Is that what you sound like when you throw up? <laughs>
0: You know, uh, um, let me tell you what, uh, The so the other night, it's like 2 a.m., and we wake up to that <laughs> sound of the cat uh, throwing up, uh, <laughs> and Soupy, we have two cats, Soupy and Nipsy, Um and Soupy threw up right in the middle of the bedspread.
1: Oh, jeez. So, oh, my God.
0: Yeah, so I get up and get a towel and clean it up as as best I can, and- then I wake up that morning to the same sound and just puking everywhere. Uh, oh. Just puke after puke. Oh, it's just, you know, sometimes you have those days with the cats. And then as I'm cleaning up, I come across on the floor a bag of greenies.
1: Um, oh, how, are, why do you have those?
0: Which are treat... What, what do you mean? Those are good for them. Clean their no, teeth.
1: No, they're not. Oh, they're not good for your animals at all.
0: Oh, my God, really?
1: No, you shouldn't feed your animals those things. They're terrible.
0: Well, the vet recommends them for their teeth.
1: Well, the vet has stock in the company, then.
0: Anyway, um, well... As it turned out, Leo, as I quickly put together, Leo had been giving the cats treats uh, the day before and I guess had been following them around the house with the bag of treats. And as a four-year-old will do, got distracted and dropped the bag of treats. Oh. So
1: And so they indulged.
0: So they indulged. And, you know, it's just that's what life as a parent is. One little thing oh, yeah. suddenly leads to you waking up to puke everywhere in the
1: yeah. middle of the night. That's
0: right. All right, we hit the recommendation, we hit everything. Is that we hit right? It all. all right. That'll do it for this week's edition of Pop Mom Mom and I will be back next week to talk about more pop culture, etc. What should we talk about, Mom? Any ideas?
1: How about Oh, how about something interesting? Something interesting.
0: I thought that's what we were going to talk about this week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> hey, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends. And if you don't enjoy the show, don't say anything to anyone. Just shut up. No. Quiet.
1: Keep it a secret.
0: (laughs) That's that's right. Put it in your diary and lock it shut tight.
1: That's right. I Uh, like that.
0: We'd love to get email from listeners. Our email is popmom at ological.net. Contest winners, you will be hearing from us soon. Talk to us about anything. Enter a contest or just say hi. We love you. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now, Mom.
1: Bye, Johnny. I love you. Love
0: you, too.